If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hey, Jill, welcome to 2024. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy January. Happy January. We're back from break. We're rested. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. And I have got a question. First question of the year for you. You ready? Oh, goodness. Already nervous as usual. Okay. Bring it on. So go, go back to your English teacher days. Love it. Okay. And Already happy. Teacher, I'm already happy about your question. Right? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So go there. Go there. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good place to be. And um, think about any times when you were teaching literature in particular, where you had to play devil's advocate because the questioning um, to drive the conversations in in your classroom to have rich discussions, you had to create some tension in there. So can you think mm-hmm. of an example of something that you were teaching where you just had to jump in and ask questions and push and, and play devil's advocate with the students? Absolutely. I love teaching. Um, when, cause you get to a point in, uh, like middle school where you realize that not every narrator is reliable. And I loved playing mm-hmm. devil's advocate on that. Like, great. But do mm-hmm. you believe them? Like we're only hearing one mm-hmm. side of this. Are you sure? And then they think like, oh my goodness, because they may have seen some movies that way, but no children's book has an unreliable narrator because it's super super confusing. You want to love that main character. So you get to a point where it's, um, you have to think with your, with more perspectives around you. And I loved watching brains grow in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. So I'm going to, I'm going to flip that a little bit and I'm going to ask you, so in an adult learning situation, I'm going to ask you if you've ever been in a, in a professional development, um, if you've experienced this as a teacher or if you've observed it during a faculty meeting, so you're in a professional development or you're in a faculty meeting and you see, you see a colleague that just kind of not hijacks the conversation, but kind of hijacks, mm-hmm. uh, hijacks the mm-hmm. conversation, like hijacks the moment and just starts verbally processing and like picks up and like, kind of goes off the rails and things go off the rails a little yeah. bit. And you're sitting there watching this person, or maybe you've done it and you have kind of a breakthrough on something that has been just an issue within the school. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it breaks and all of the adults are there together and, and something 
cracks so that you can move forward. It's kind of that devil's advocate moment where it's like, well, I'm just going to push back on this and we're going to see where it goes and we're going to we're going to see. We're just going to see. Have you been there? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because when you sit in PD and a presenter is coming in from the outside and all of you as colleagues, as teachers, you all know the culture of the school or what you're working on or the curriculum or the textbooks or whatever it is that you've been doing and working toward, you have a sense of it, but the presenter doesn't always. So there's always this moment where um, a colleague might raise their hand and make a connection you didn't see coming or an aha that the presenter through throws off the presenter or throws off everything um, <laughs> the teachers were working on. I had um, my mm-hmm. math department head, I think it, I don't know, it was relatively recently. She raised her hand out of the blue in a meeting and said, why do we even have honors classes? And it was like, what? why do we have classes? I don't know. Like, you know, like the pre-honors, pre, pre-pre-AP class, whatever it was. And it was suddenly, it had nothing to do with the presentation, but it was kind of like we were getting there and suddenly we we're all like, oh my gosh, why do we have advanced placements? And so it was just, yeah, it did hijack but in a very good way because someone had had an aha and the rest of us were like, yes, I was waiting for you to say that for years or whatever it is. So I love those moments as long as you can take them and run with them. And sometimes we don't know what to do when that happens. That is so true because some people, a lot of people are just really uncomfortable it is uncomfortable. Well, it is right? uncomfortable. And the person in front of the room doesn't know what to do because you have to think really fast to say, okay, how am I going to... Uh-huh. And I hate watching like the principal's face when this happens or... Uh-huh. Because you don't know whether you're supposed to run with it or not. And it's so relatable back to the classroom because kids do this all the time because their brains are trying to make connections. Like in the curriculum world, you call this transfer. Like I'm taking whatever's happening in Mm -hmm. front of me and I'm transferring Mm -hmm. it to something else that's really important to me. So we want it to happen with learning. Like you're learning something in chemistry and you finally go, aha, that's connected to that thing in biology. Mm -hmm. Or I'm learning U.S. history and suddenly it's like, oh, now I understand that world event. Like we do this all the time. This is how the brain works. Thank goodness. But when it happens in a meeting and it feels like a hijack, but you're, you might be even watching that colleague have a total meltdown about what's happening in the school or what they're being asked to do with curriculum. And it's hard. But then what do you how do you help your colleague when that's happening to them? And you, you kind of want, it's kind of looks like a rebellion though. Cause then you're like, wait, 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 principal or presenter, don't keep going. Like we're onto something here. How can we solve this thing that they just exposed? Because it's way more important than this, you know, what seems like a canned presentation from this presenter or this thing that the principal thought was important, but really what, what just happened here is way more important. Like, how do you, um, I don't know. I guess I'm actually asking you, Colleen, like, how do you help your colleague who had this breakthrough, but the presenter wants to keep going? Okay. I w- and first I would say, and, and let's take it back to the classroom first, before, okay. we, before we talk about that uncomfortable moment um, in a faculty meeting, let's take it back to the classroom where we know we've talked about this so many times where we know that the point of failure or the point of tension or the point of, oh my gosh, I, I just don't get this until I can make it all connect. And then when that connection happens in the way that everything just like 
oh my gosh, in a move, in a, in a moment comes together. And it's like, you know, that you had to face that difficult situation in order to move forward. So Mm -hmm. there, there really is no growth. We've said this before. There's no growth without failure. There's no growth without tension. So if you are and, and I'm sure you have been um, in that in that meeting with colleagues, with, uh, whether it's a department meeting, a faculty meeting, a professional development, whatever it is, where that tension starts to build and there's discomfort and you can see it in people's body language and you could hear it in the tones of their voices and it starts coming try to embrace it because something good can come of that. Mm -hmm. Just like we know it does in the classroom, it can, but it does have to be channeled. And so this is, um, yeah, this is something where I would say whoever, whoever is leading that conversation, try not to shut it down. Try to carefully channel that conversation mm-hmm. into, okay, so where are we going with this? What, what I hear you and, and use those communication skills that, that we know. So what I hear you saying is, and I, I, I witnessed this recently with a teacher and that's exactly what I had to say. Mm -hmm. So I said, what I hear you saying is I had to repeat back what was being said so that the other people in the room, okay, does, what does anybody else think of that? Like Mm -hmm. let people jump in on it and, and to make sure that when you say something back like that, I hear what you're saying. What I, what I think I hear you saying is this, is that right? So that they can yeah, that's what it is. And okay, it buys, let's go with it. Then. Okay, and then and let's just say so. Go back to classroom mode. This happens when kids sometimes it feels like they're hijacking the room, mm-hmm. and but what it, you got to keep thinking. Okay, it's my job to facilitate learning right here. So are mm-hmm. they truly trying to hijack and go in some goofy direction, or are they having an aha that can move my whole room forward, or a really important part for that kid forward? And how do I facilitate that? So. Colleen, that was an awesome first move because when you pause to paraphrase back to them, not only are you giving yourself thinking time as the facilitator, but you're giving them thinking time so that the whole room heard what just happened correctly. And then in that, even if it's 30 seconds, now as facilitator, you are already thinking about what am I going to ask next? or Mm -hmm. as the bystander. So if I'm the colleague and this is happening in a staff meeting, I'm starting to think about, okay, how can I raise my hand right now and contribute to um, verify that what's happening here is important and not be disrespectful to the presenter, but also move forward this, this important concept happening. Same within a classroom. So as a teacher, like how are you facilitating them forward Maybe bringing it back to the topic you have at hand. Actually, Colleen, I'm thinking about there's this cool moment once where um, the presenter, it was like a weird hijacked. I don't even remember. I can't remember the context. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And the presenter said, okay, I am going, I know this is not on, this is not what we were supposed to be talking about, but I'm going to take some notes right now because your principal walked out of the room, but I don't want them to lose what just happened here. And so they started to jot down the conversation that was a bit hijacked and said, I, hmm. I will make sure that these notes go back to your administrator. And then, and just, we're going to give this a few minutes and we're going to get back to the topic I was, or the objective I had with you or the thing I was supposed to do with you. So they honored it. They wrote it all down. They let it settle it back down. And then they moved forward in whatever direction they were supposed to be doing, but they honored it. And I think there's a lot of, um, a lot we can learn from like how you facilitate and how you model that something important happened. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, that we're just about at the time of the bell. (laughs) And I, the funny thing is like the conversation that ensued after like this, this recent observation that I had, um, it was actually a a multi-age thing. So if you want to talk about, we can talk about that tomorrow if you want to, I would love to pitch it to you and get your ideas, but that there is the bell. So thanks for the energy boost as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep suggestions coming in to the Catholic Teachers Lounge and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers and we will see you next time. 